Welcome to the Littler CPRA podcast, helping you better understand the impact of the California Privacy Rights Act on employers. Welcome, everybody, to our podcast series focused on the California Privacy Rights Act, or CPRA. My name is Philip Gordon. I'm a shareholder in Littler's Denver office, and I co-chair the firm's Privacy and Background Checks Practice Group. I'm joined today by my fellow shareholders, Zoe Argento, also from Littler's Denver office, and Kwabana Apentang from our Chicago office. Well, let me move on to our next topic, and that is the individual rights. So this is another quite burdensome aspect of the CPRA, the detailed list of rights that it provides to California residents. So the CCPA already granted many of these rights to California consumers, but the CPRA extends these rights to HR individuals, and in addition, grants some rights that the CCPA did not grant. So I'll walk through these rights quickly here, but I think a key point is that responding to these requests will create a sea change in how companies have to manage their information. Companies are going to have to have accurate records by by the specific HR individual. So not just employees, but also applicants, independent contractors, and dependents of what information they have, where the employer got it, the types of third parties with which the company shared it, and so on. And so for most employers, this is going to mean a combination of, of technical and administrative solutions. So what are these rights? The first right is the right to know. So just in case the notice at collection and the privacy policy were not enough, the CPRA grants essentially two rights to know how the company is handling your personal data. So the first is the right to know categoric information. This is essentially the information that the company is required to disclose in the privacy policy, but this is specific to the individual requesting the information. So this is information like categories of personal information collected and purposes of use. The second is the right to obtain the specific pieces of personal information that the company has collected about you. So that might be a readout of name, email address, telephone number, and other items like that. So that's the right to know. The second right is the right to correct inaccurate information. This is a new right not available under the CCPA. The third right is a right to delete personal information collected from the individual. Now, please note that this is just a right to delete the personal information collected from the individual, not all the information that the company has created about the individual. So that's an important limitation on this right. Then the individuals have two opt-out rights, the right to opt out of the sale of data and the right to opt out of sharing personal information. As a general matter, these rights will rarely apply to HR data. Regarding sales, employers usually don't share their HR data for, for valuable consideration. That's the broad definition of sales. Now, sharing data, uh, this right to opt out of sharing, um, in that context, sharing data has a very specific definition under the CPRA. It's the sharing of personal information for cross-context behavioral advertising. So this really, won't apply to, to HR data. So the final right is a right of no retaliation. Uh, California residents have a right not to be retaliated against for exercising the rights I, I've described. Zoe, in your opinion, which rights likely to pose the most burden on our clients? 
Right. So the right to know. I think that providing an accounting of the categories of data collected, the sources, disclosures, et cetera, will be an immense administrative and technical challenge for employers. Also, I think that employers are going to struggle with the scope of the right to obtain specific pieces of personal information. So does that mean that the employee just gets items like her telephone number and um, maybe her email address that the employer has in her file? Or does it also extend to items like written evaluations of her and, and emails that, dis that discuss her? I think it may be hard to, uh, to draw some lines here. And Zoe, how do these rights differ from the rights that Californians currently have under the personnel records laws that exist? Great question. So many people have argued that the CPRA rights for employees are unnecessary because California employees already have rights to their records. So the California personnel records law, like many state laws, gives the employee a right to a copy of many of the items in the personnel record including the employment application, notices of discipline, performance reviews. So this is arguably a more useful right to employees than the right to specific pieces of information, you know, read out of your email address, and uh, even an accounting of categories of personal information and, and disclosures and so on. However, there is no right of correction in California's uh, personnel records law. That's something, that's a, a right that the CPRA grants as a, a new item. And also the personnel records law provides no right of deletion or not surprisingly, um, also no right to opt out of sale or sharing of personal information. That concludes today's episode. Please join us again on our next podcast in this series as we continue to discuss the CPRA. Thanks for listening. The purpose of this program is to provide helpful information for employers addressing the latest developments in labor and employment relations. It is not a substitute for experienced legal counsel and does not provide legal advice or attempt to address the numerous factual issues that arise in any employment-related issue. To discover other labor and employment podcast series from Littler, the largest global employment and labor law practice, visit littler.com slash podcasts.